Hi guys, this is Dan, and you're about to listen to the Bone-In Podcast. We would like to remind you that the Bone-In Podcast is a comedy podcast, and despite any insistence from anyone, we are not scientists, doctors, or experts of any kind. All of our research was performed by some idiots who apparently have too much time on their hands. All information contained within is for entertainment purposes only. Our language will be lewd, obscene, crass, and generally offensive. So if that's not your particular cup of tea, this podcast might not be for you. Or if it is, and the kids are still up, maybe just come back later. If you're still here, enjoy the show. There's an intersective note where unusual human ability meets a desire to awe and impress. For some, this is a display of athletic prowess. In other cases, this may be a demonstration of creativity or musical talent. For select few, this is simply just eating. Luckily for us, both as producers of this podcast, as well as humankind in general, there's a great deal of entertainment in witnessing this grotesque act. This is so compelling, in fact, there's a long story tradition of publicly viewing of those ingesting ungodly amounts of whatever. Hello and welcome in. I hope whatever you're doing, you're having a lot of fun doing it. If you're not, well, that's okay, because you're listening to the Bone In Podcast, a podcast where we find, follow Melinda on her journey to fame and hot wing eating championship Lord. status. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dumb. And like a leaky gut, probably. Leaky yeah. gut, leaky, leaky anus. <laughs> All things there's, leaking. There's going to be leaks everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's everywhere. Well, that's Dan you hear over there. Dan, how are you doing? I'm sad. You're sad? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you asked him how he was doing. He's <laughs> being honest. So. I, thought, I didn't think he'd be no, sad. No, I'm doing I'm fine. Like, I'm just no. fucking with you. Okay. Don't do that to me. I just, I just wanted attention. Mm. You got it, Melinda. Are you uh, great? Well, I, I, I would say sad. How I'm sad scared. are you? No, I'm actually, I'm doing good. You're not excited for today's episode. I this actually, is gonna be really no, fun. I have been reading the the outline that you sent out, and um, yeah, it's kind of exciting. It, it's funny because I actually heard about this gentleman that you will introduce here soon. A while ago, I watched a documentary or something about pica, which is the condition where people eat things, and they had this gentleman on it. So Very cool. Well, today we are talking about, today we're going inside the wild world of competitive eating. Mm. Um, turns out there's a pretty fun history around this, which I'll just dive straight into. Um, so, a man by the name of Nicholas Wood um way 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 back in 1630 a guy named john taylor felt so compelled by nicholas's wood ability to eat vast amounts of pretty much whatever you set down in front of him is this um, like inanimate objects or like animals or is it food items that he's eating or? food items yeah okay cool mostly so it's not like rocks or no rocks that i could see so Slow animals like a donkey or something. A turtle. No turtles. Okay. I didn't see that, but that wouldn't be. I. They wouldn't be far off. Yeah, turtle many soup. cultures eat yeah. turtle soup. Yeah. Turtle. Yeah. 
That's made out of turtles. <laughs> so I, I, I read through this pamphlet twice now to try and understand it. And my God, first off, people back then obviously had nothing going on because A, uh, probably a, the first third of this pamphlet is just him talking about, I don't know what, like Roman references, references to lords and people of the time. And so it's like nowadays, if people were to reference like Kim Kardashian, uh, the Kardashians, like... Yeah, that's yeah. that's probably a, like, a or, good analogy. Yeah, so people sitting around being like, "Oh, like so and so, like pop culture in the time in the 1600s." Yeah, but just line after line of just nothing, and very very hard to read in Middle English. I bet it's not oh. Old English. Middle, Middle English. English. Oh, I thought it, okay. Yeah, I was reading some of this pamphlet, and none of these words mean anything to me. And they're spelled very strangely. Part of the part of the spelling is, I think the the how they got the document in there. I think it it misinterpreted like a some, weird translation. Some is used, uh, such. In, but there's also just it reads weird. like bad dictation. Like, yeah, somebody was reading to somebody who couldn't spell. Yeah, which which I mean that it could be. I think most people back then couldn't. And even though this guy was a writer, doesn't necessarily yeah. mean he was the best. The he best was mediocre out of a pool of people who couldn't. And so they're like, ah, exactly. You, yeah. <laughs> he could kind of read and kind of write. And they were like, you're going to be the man. Author. Yep. You're yep. going to be so, you are huge. so talented right now. Yeah. But anyways, Iconic. Um, <laughs> after going through it a couple of times, I think I started to uh, pick up a couple things, but, what I wanted to do was uh, bring one of our friends from across the pond in to help narrate a little bit of this pamphlet, just so you can really get a feel for the time, as well as what Mr. John Taylor was actually witnessing yeah. when he saw Nicholas Wood, the great eater of Kent, do what he did best. This podcast is a deep dive, and I feel like this is the ultimate deep dive of going firsthand and inviting somebody who really, yeah, understands, understands the language. Yeah. Yeah. Dansley, would you like to take it away? Oh, yeah. Hello. My name's Dansley. <laughs> I come from someplace in England. It's actually spelled S-O-M-U-M place. <laughs> Thank you so much for traveling here. I know that it's <laughs> it was a big trip. Oh, I'm just glad to have friends to talk to. It's very nice to have people who want to talk to me. So, well, we're we're super excited you're here, Dansley. Would you uh, like to read some lines from the uh, the Great Eater of Kent? The whole thing. Two lines of mutton and one line of veal. Well, but there's three sprats to them. One sits Sir Warham, St. Leger's house, and at Sir William Sidley's he skewed himself so valiant of teeth and stomach that he ate as much as he would well have serued and suffocated thirty men, so that his belly was like to turn bankrupt and break.
That does not sound good. No. I'm a so little concerned. What he was talking about there was, um, what did any of that mean? I got bankrupt. That's not good. Basically, he was saying he could eat <laughs> as much as an entire army could, and I believe one week was what I got from it. Again, where did that kid go? Kid? Dansley? Dansley. He was here like a second ago. He's... It's, He's gone. The little ghost child? Or no, he wasn't a ghost. Was that a ghost? Oh, shit. He was pale. I was going to say that little pale child, but it came out ghost. Anyway. Anyway, what, what he was trying to get at. Um, so, yeah, dude just ate a shitload of anything. Had a special ability to eat anything you put in front of him and in... Large quantities. Um, it, it sounds like he was able to like stretch, like stretch past the capacity that a normal human could at that time. Oh yes, one hundred percent. So just an idea of some of the things that he he ate. Um, one whole raw sheep, excluding the bulls, the bones, wool, and horns. Seven dozen rabbits. Four hundred pigeons. And one raw duck with guts, feather, and all. And this is in one sitting? This is just some of the different sittings that... So he ate 400 pigeons in in one sitting. sitting. Yikes. That's a lot of pigeons. That's a lot of work to get 400 pigeons, I would think. I feel like the raw is what's catching me off. So hot wings are cooked, and that's the competition that I'm looking to go into. But the raw, like the rawness would freak me out, I think. Well, we know a lot more about how things <laughs> like bacteria make people die now. I like the sliminess. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Were they in better, not shape, but in worse shape, used to eating more bacteria? Riddled. Like microdosing bacteria. Yeah. yeah. They're just used to dirty. Yeah. They probably food. had stronger stomachs and and better like gut bacteria to fight the things that they were eating back then. Yeah. So probably would have been okay. Might have been. Dansley looked pretty small, frail, and pale. He was very frail. Yes. Yeah. He's not from the past though, right? We have yet to determine that. Where did he come from? Did one of you guys just pick him up at the airport or something? I thought Jared knew him. I thought that you didn't know him? He was out front when I got here. Oh, wow. Huh. I wonder if he lives here in the neighborhood. If he didn't, he does now. Yeah. But you said across the pond. I, I, I don't know. I'm getting conflicted. Well, he sounded like he's oh, not from around <laughs> you here. We saw him outside. You're like, hey, kid. He's like, oi. I, yeah, I assumed. <laughs> I said you'd be a great guest hey, can on you step episode. in real quick? This is grown man. is like, hey, can you step inside this house real quick? Hey, kid, come here. <laughs> hey, you want some candy? <laughs> So, uh, you want to help me find my puppy? <laughs> so he, uh, was a celebrity of sorts. Yeah. yeah. So, um, from what I gathered, they would put on these big kind of, a lot of the times they were at the manners of Lords and they would put on these sort of big shows where they would place bets and people would bring different types of food and say, I'll, I'll pay you five shillings if you can finish this in, just this one sitting here. And then it sort of boiled into this frenzy where 
everybody would rush in to to see the great eater of Kent down, you know, a raw duck with the guts and everything still inside of it. Which I mean, I would watch that, and I I might even you're throw literally a couple bucks in and asking not asking you were. You were okay when I came up with this idea. You were like, "Yeah, I'd sit there and watch you eat two hundred hot wings." <laughs> yeah, it seems it yeah. seems like it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, because watch you're watching you. somebody go through like emotions of being like, "Ooh, this is really good." To like, "Oh, all of a sudden I made a mistake," and then he's you know got to finish the job. There's so. like whole parts of the internet dedicated to watching people figure out they made a mistake, like the look on their face. They didn't have the internet back then, so. No, I mean now. Yeah, like that's but, why mean, that's why we're into it. Yeah, because we're waiting to see you make that face <laughs> where you're like, <laughs> I've made a mistake. Oh fuck! Yeah, I fucked up. Or succeed and throw it in our faces for doubting you, mm. which seems like an yeah, just a yeah impossibility. I definitely think that. Uh, would it be okay to get another excerpt from the pamphlet? So that way we kind of get an understanding of this gentleman, this uh, John Taylor. Um, yeah, sure. If, if Dansley is, is he maybe back over in that corner over there, Dan? I. Oh shit, he is. Hang on. Let me go get him. I'll be right back. Hello everyone. I'm back. I'm back again, yeah. Oh, oh you know that song. <laughs> Dan Slee's back. Back again. I, I do worry, though, that Dan Slee, there's this thing, I don't know where you are from, but a copyright claim, and that was really good, so I do worry about, you know, your singing abilities. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so I'm very sorry, old lady. I won't do it again. <laughs> well, Dansley, <laughs> do you want to read a little bit more for us? I, I think I'd like to. Yes, that would be great. Why don't you go ahead and do it? A is no gamester, neither at dice or cards. Yet there is not any man within forty miles of his head that can play with him at more. And though his pasture be newer, so good, he is always like one pharaoh's lean kind. He is swarthy, blackish hair, hawk-nosed like a parrot or a Roman. He's watlord, and his eyes are sunk inward, as if he looked into his the inside of his entrails. To note what customed or custom goods he took in whilst his belly like a main style clam hangs ruffled and wrinkled <laughs> flat to the mast of his empty carcass till the storm of abundance fills it and violently dries into the full sea of satisfaction so with that, you can kind of get an idea of both um, what this gentleman looked like, mm -hmm. his physical yeah. appearance, yeah. as well as um, John Taylor's ability to just drone on with whatever the hell that is. Yeah. 
sense of like people want to play card games with him. So he was a celebrity, it sounds like. So he was somebody that would come out. The eye sunken, though, that's a little, it makes me think that maybe he has like a medical condition because being to be, fucking hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody probably had a, a medical condition. Back yeah. Everyone there. had mad yeah. cow, I think. <laughs> yeah. All the cows were very angry. Guys, I have a little bit of a confession to make. I was Dansley the whole time. Oh, oh shit. That describes why Dansley was so scrawny and pale and just really kind of gross looking. I, I didn't, but I'm glad that you came out. Cause Is it because I called you an old lady? <laughs> Is that why you're, you're talking fired shit? <laughs> Fuck you, old lady. <laughs> You old fucking bitch. Dansley, what the fuck? Man, that's rude. Anyway, he's gone. He's not coming back either. He's scared of this old lady. Uh <laughs> J-Rock? Um so last thing I'll I'll mention about well two two last things I want to mention about. Oh, I have a question real quick before you yeah. go, go into that. Shoot. Um it says here that he couldn't finish bread soaked in ale. So that's what that's what I was going to say next. Um, so that's actually a misprint. The second time I went through it, I discovered he did finish it. Okay. However, he got so wasted from it that he blacked out and passed out for nine hours. Um, when he <laughs> when he uh, woke up the next morning, they put him in the stocks for it for being. Disorderly for or being because drunk he or for just finishing. I, I think it was really easy to get put in stocks back then. Oh. And yeah, basically the way he carried himself in public. Well, that was kind of sad. I do think that uh like when I watch things about people going to all you could eat buffets, they always say avoid carbs because they will fill you up faster than like protein atoms. So I'm curious if like it's like twice as many of, carbs yeah. then. Yeah. So he was like carb on carb. Well, and I want to know what kind of ale this was. He, uh, Taylor described it as potent, high, and mighty. Hmm. So, you know, did they, what What was the percentage of ale back then? Was it standard 5%? I don't think it was 5%. I think it was something higher. Is it strong? Yeah. Because again, like there are, well, maybe, I don't know. That's a good question. I think it was probably pretty strong. It could either be super weak and like people drink it all day long for like a water source or maybe pretty strong because they don't, I don't know. He did mention he was not a lush, so maybe he was just a lightweight. I don't think he was a lightweight. Well, well, not in the sense of the food he could eat, yeah. but in he, he wasn't a drunkard. Huh. So maybe he just didn't have much of a tolerance. And, yeah. Okay. You know, so little, you're saying he was kind of a bit too much, like a bitch, a little bit of a bitch. Oh yeah, couldn't Absolutely. drink. Um, he also uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> he um was down to only one tooth. Lost most of them when he was eating the sheep. Apparently. Who isn't though? Oh. Right? We all have one tooth. That's pretty impressive though, because they didn't. I mean, maybe they did have some sort of false teeth back then but to eat 400 pigeons like that is with one tooth with one tooth yeah well eventually so the 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 last thing i want to mention about this is 
it very much seemed like uh, John Taylor was just sort of bankrolling this whole thing and throwing money at this guy and then putting on these events. Makes me wonder if maybe he was charging at the door to get in, come look at it. Um, but he had this big to-do that he wanted to put at at the beer garden, which I was excited that they called it a beer garden. I was like, oh, oh shit. Um, That's yeah. what we call him today. Um, had... Each day he was going to set him against a task and then pay him money if he were to achieve it. But because he was down to just his one tooth and he thought that if he spent the entire week eating and not doing anything, when the king saw that, he would get mad and say, you're not working, so I'm going to hang you. So he did not participate in that one event. Um, and that seemed to be the last of the, the run-ins that John Taylor had with Mr. Old Nicholas Wood. What happened to uh, to Nicholas? What did he? It doesn't he, say. He just disappeared. Just drifted away. Probably died at the ripe old age of thirty one years old. Yeah. Well, you know, better to burn out than to fade away. Oh no! I guess he did fade away. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he literally. That, that's so. Yeah. So basically, so, you're yeah. saying he. Yeah. I, yeah, he, he faded, faded away. He faded yeah, away that, that's hard. literally the definition of fade Barbara away. Barbara Bush said that. Yeah, that was Barbara Bush. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Famous Barbara Bush quote. Yep. She was Aww. known for those. Well, but yeah, kind of a, a fun story, but also kind of sad. Yeah. I'm Now I'm sad, Dan. Thanks, Dan. I didn't do it. You wrote this. I, I didn't write the pamphlet. I just read it. Well, you read the pamphlet. And again, I didn't, I, I didn't know my comprehension level was probably, I'm going to give myself like 60%. So it could have been... Now you're digesting and processing. Maybe that's you're why like, you're sad, because you you feel so dumb God, for not understanding the words. It was tough. I felt dumb when uh, Dansley was reading that. I don't know what any of those words meant. You did very well, though. Thanks. I feel like with the old or Middle English, yeah, with Middle English, you could have just you honestly probably could have rambled off. A whole bunch of different things. Yeah, nobody would have known if I exactly. just made like, up the words. <laughs> I mean, like, can you uh, fact check all this weird AI generated translated? There's like three guys in England that know that I'm making it up and they're not going to listen to this. So They don't have radios in England. That yeah, one dude. <laughs> That's not what he said. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's making it up. <laughs> Fucking. It's going to come all the way over here. Yeah. I don't we have the internet. We have the internet now. He could he could probably email us. He doesn't have to come he over here. He could email himself yeah. over here. Yeah. He could do that. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. So um so we're done with uh Nicholas Wood, just like John Taylor was done with Nicholas Wood. Yep, we're gonna cast him aside because he's he's okay. no longer he's right. no longer interesting to us. Nope. But That's uh it. what about the first Pie eating contest. I heard you knew something about that. Yeah. So jumping over to the history in the United States, because that's really what matters. Yeah. North America. Is Toronto in the United we're States? We're going to throw Canada in with this. No, they are um, America. It's it's the most important. It's a suburb of America. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, so the first pie eating contest took place in Toronto in 1878. Um, it's unknown how many, what the winning count was, but the prize book was a handsomely bound book. Okay. Whatever that means, probably. Probably like a very leather. nicely, yeah, I was going to say leather or like a nicely, like, I don't know, bound, a nice bound book. Yeah, like a hardback. 
did they have poorly bound books back then? I think everything was. I think most books were bound and, poorly. Yeah, back then. Really I always bound, say that yeah. because you watch those um, documentaries from back then, and they would they would put people on the train tracks, and they would always just get off because they were bound so poorly. That went over my head. I don't <laughs> no understand. Yeah, about. is Dan's they, they, they were they oh, were bound sorry. to the. They tied them to the tracks. And they were bound poorly, so they got out. So they just get up. I I don't like that. Anyways, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the only thing I know about back then. (laughs) They tied people to train tracks all the time. Also, how often are books being printed in 1878? I'm curious if there was like a, I'm sure there was probably a pretty prominent. Not very often, I don't yeah. think. So I'm sure that was a, a cool thing. Um, oh, well, they had printing press. I think yeah. they could knock them out. Yeah. Seemed like there's plenty of books about. I don't think there was much demand for books back then. Because of the illiteracy? Yeah. Could it have That's been probably. a bound book about Sean Taylor, maybe? Be a bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> like we're gonna say it was though. It yeah. was the His prize biopic. for the most pies eaten. Yeah. I'll bet was it a, was a Bible. Oh yeah, I bet it was a Bible. Yeah. And that piss you off if you it. did all that work and you get a Bible. Like, oh God, is this like, Sean Taylor? No. I could have got one of these at the Holiday Inn Express for free. But anyhow, um, I couldn't find. I know you were curious as to why they why pie. Yeah, I couldn't find it. It was probably like that's the go to snack back Actually, then. So now that like, you okay, so now it. that Den Den now that Den mentioned done 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 now that you mentioned Bibles, maybe uh, are pies religious? Yeah, maybe it was going? something. Are they, Pious Jesus pie. <laughs> no. Now that's a good one. That's not a good one. That's a good one. That was, like, was going to say maybe it was like a community thing, such as like a a church event. So people going to and then after church, like come to our sermon, and then afterwards we'll you know all of our congregates will bake a pie and we'll have a pie eating contest. Um, I and believe, at the end you get a Bible. No, it was at a uh, a fair. Oh, that's so. fair. They had an affair. It was at a fair. They oh, could at, have had an affair. Fair. at okay. the fair. It was an affair. That's my bad. Yeah. It was an affair at the fair. No. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Um, so that kind of kicked off the whole competitive competitive eating competitive. phrase in the com- competitive <laughs> eating phase throughout the United States and Canada, as with many things they developed simultaneously. Um, and it just kind of grew in popularity from there. Again, Primarily at fairs, usually with pies. Um, but then, however, in 1970, popularity was once again spurred on by the creation of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, which is probably the most famous eating contest yeah. this nation holds. I think when I think of eating contests, two things come to mind. And it's hot wings or hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or pies. Or pies. Hot, pies. Yeah, or pies. hot dog. Hot dog. We did it. Well, I wasn't going to do it, but it happened. <laughs> so you can't keep the hot dog now. Yeah. Keep the hot dog. Uh, so it says that uh, that they 
tried to claim that it happened before 1970? Yeah, at so some that, point? this was kind of fun. Um, yeah, the founders claimed that it went all the way back to 1916, and it was two immigrants that wanted to show their patriotism, and somehow eating a bunch of hot dogs was mm-hmm. the way to do it. Um, and this was commonly quoted by major news outlets in the area for a long, long time, and it turned out it was all bullshit. Oh, it actually right. started in the 70s. Um, okay. But nobody ever went back to check to actually see, hey, has this actually been happening since you so know, the last So the two immigrants years? started the the contest and they just made up or they were just, what does it have to do with the immigrants? I, maybe storyline or maybe to get people. Were the immigrants in the contest? No, the, the immigrants never existed. Hmm. It was oh. all a lie. Emotional, like. Emotional ties. But of course, so there's not a lot of fact checking back in the 1970s. For instance, I can claim that I'm a scientist and then people are going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. he's not actually a No scientist. one's ever going to check on that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we have a bit of a, a retraction yeah. to issue. I'm not a scientist. I'm sorry. I Melinda is not a scientist. Dear viewers, this claimed. is our also apology episode. I'm not a scientist. But anyways, um, but there's no Wikipedia to fact check I think or my best guess is that because it's sort of a trivial, fun contest yeah. that they're doing, nobody's really cared enough to do any research into it. So you hear, oh, 1916, well, well that's back, fun. Back There's in no the Reddit. 70s, like fact-checking consisted of one person deciding, usually a reporter or something, that something was untrue. And then they would have to like – Go to the library, or they'd have to go to some place and do some stuff. An encyclopedia, mm-hmm. but they couldn't just Google it. Britannica. So if it wasn't, you know, the president lying about his involvement in a scandal, uh, then it wasn't important enough to for someone to actually fact check it. Took too much legwork. Yeah, yeah, it was like who cares? And then who as cares soon about as you the get... Nathan's hot dog eating right. contest. And when and you, started, get, you get one news outlet reports it, then you see that and you think, oh, well, they did it. They're yeah. a trustworthy They know what they're outlet. talking about. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. The New York Times wouldn't lie to us about hot dogs. About hot dogs. Exactly. I just do want to state we are not saying that the New York Times misreported that. I did not see anything about the Times. The, the New York Post wouldn't. I, I, just I mean, wanted, they. there's a good chance the Post misreported it. Allegedly. 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 Um. (laughs) (laughs) But so who regulates all of this? So is it just like people going out there or like. You're getting getting a little bit ahead of yourself. Oh, sorry. Or she's just segued. I was, you were, you've been segue. You've been doing this all along. I try to do it once. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You were asking about, uh, (laughs) I think your question was, are there any governing bodies? Yes. Is there, can I, can I just go out there and claim? Who governs my body? I don't know. It's a trick question. I'm a man. Nobody governs my body. You? Well, yeah, I do. (laughs) You're really throwing me off base yeah. with some of the <laughs> stuff you're saying tonight. You're welcome. <laughs> but yes, there is a governing body. It's known as 
the uh, Major League Eating, just Major League Eating, um, was formed in 1997. And while there are some other governing bodies, Emily, they are the 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 big dog. They they do the most competitions, um, host 70 to 80 events each year, um, is including the Nathan Hot Dog mm-hmm. um, competition, and then others that we're going to get into um, here. In a I just bit. realized it's pronounced Emily. Oh, cute. M-L-E, which is, yeah. Which is a girl's name. Or a a boy's name. It's a person's name. It's a person's name. It's a name. Yeah, Yeah. it's a name. It could be a dog's name, too, or a fish. I've met many uh, Emily dogs. Really? Yeah. Could be a car. Could be a car. Emily. A guitar. Nah, no No, no one would ever name a guitar that. I feel like I got really spicy about Dan Segway shaming me, and I I do apologize. (laughs) Did he throw you off too? Yeah, he totally did. I was like, I was just trying to do what you were you've been doing. I do it. I just uh, I've decided that my role in this group here is to to just kind of throw a wrench into everything and just kind of try to take us off track as much as possible. I think it's gonna be fun. You're doing a really good job at it. I know. I'm. I've been doing this for my entire life. <laughs> is, did you say whether or not this is, is this only bound to back to, back to MLE, back bound to why we were here. Emily. Um, is this national or is this, did you mention whether or not it was? Um, I didn't, there? I didn't see anything outside the U S I think this okay. is just the United States. Okay. Interesting. Um, and this is totally random, but uh, I thought this was pretty fun. So a guy named Frank Dotzler, once ate 275 oysters. Gross. Eight and an eighth pound of steak. Delicious. 12 rolls. Yum. Three pies. I could do that. And washed it all down with 11 cups of coffee. I could, yeah. Too many coffees. Which is an insane amount to eat. I, but it was thrown on, and this is my favorite part, it was an event put on by the Manhattan Fat Man's Club Ooh. in 1909. Fat Man's. They are proud of that body. They are. And, and that yeah. predates the uh, fictional Nathan's hot dog. It sure contest. does. No. By oh, I didn't bit. even realize that. 1909. Yeah. I would have loved to have been in that club. <laughs> hey, Melinda. Mm-hmm. Are there any rules that you know of for the uh, these contests? I'm pretty sure that rules can vary, but uh, I don't know. Jared, do you know of any rules? I do. I wrote them down. Oh, yay. Okay. Good. Is there any uh, typical shit? There is some <laughs> typical shit. Well, so <laughs> we'll start with A because, you know, that's the first letter on there. Um, so really, rules vary a lot per competition. Um, some Ooh. competitions are based off of how much you're going to eat. Others, especially with wings, one thing I'm finding a lot is... Um, there's a heat element to it. Okay. Where it's not so much about eating a lot of wings, okay. it's about eating really, really hot. Oh, wings. okay. So more like a like a quality. hot pepper yeah, okay. contest yeah. eating. Yeah. They do that. That's like a big deal too, though, isn't it? Like a, a pepper, hot pepper contest. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Like yeah. I've seen contests where people like they eat, they go up the Scoville levels of like pepper. So they start off at like a, like a jalapeno or maybe like green chili and then they go up yeah but you're talking about like more hot wings so you don't have to be and whatnot are we not recording i was trying to he pick it up counting you in. Oh. 
<laughs> I was too busy looking at you. <laughs> wait, can you re- wait? Can you replay it one more? Can you can you play it one more time? And like the different Scoville levels of each pepper, and the contestant like increasingly goes up, and probably ending with something like a Carolina Reaper, right? Yeah. So, question on this: Is that a real pepper found in nature, or was that no. something that no, they? It's genetically yeah engineered to as an armchair scientist they it's all <laughs> it is all like, she uh, she's an expert in armchairs yes mm. uh they they are genetically modified is that because they're wicked looking like mm-hmm. is that part of it like, warty, like they yeah. they're they want it to look mean as well as yeah. kill you yeah. when you eat it which i think People have died. Even, People have right? died. Oh, yeah. I think a small recently in the news, like a small, like a teenage, like a thirteen-year-old just died. Yeah, yeah, did the one chip? Oh thing. yeah, I did the one chip thing, and I, I think they're like, was it is either one point eight billion or eighteen billion yeah. on the Scoville. The thing. thing is, like, as an adult, your thymus gland is now fully, like, it's. Like it's gone. Engorged. Yeah. No, it's not. It's opposite. So you no longer have like a thymus gland, but at that age, you have a hard time like regular. I remember taking like a hot yoga class and she was talking about how the youth have a hard time regulating heat. Unlike the youth. This is from a yoga instructor. I don't know how accurate this is. Was she a scientist too? (laughs) She was. She was a, uh, she was. (laughs) She had her degree. Okay. Anyways, something about heat regulation and being a small child. So does that mean that, so the older you get, the hotter foods you can handle? Yeah. And you, ha- you can sweat better too. So like. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm finding. I that sweat all the time. Yeah. I'm always sweating. Yeah. I used to like never, yeah. when I was a kid, I would never mm-hmm. sweat. And no, I've I seen just, like small children get sweaty, but like you're able to like put out sweat and and maybe i don't know and something involving heat regulation but um so that that's curious of so for each wing is it like you have to make it through all the wings that are hot or is it different variant like degrees of heat the hot ones seem like it's like you gotta do 10 in three minutes okay Um, and they're all the same heat they're all the same flavor. yeah yeah it's like they're hot they're super spicy when they have but there may be one out there that steps it up. However, I, I think just want to be clear. That's not what you're going for, right? You're going I mean, for. Sure. Like this is a hot wing. I want to go for hot wing eating. Could you do the, you think you could do the, there like a is, pepper competition? There, well, I don't think I'd be able to do a pepper competition. But like a really hot wing competition? Yeah, so there's a place in town that um, I've been looking at their menu and they have a lemon pepper rubbed hot wing that comes Gross. in different degrees of heat and they have their hottest one actually is Why would lemon a lemon pepper wing be hot? I don't know. It just is listed on their menu as the hottest pepper or um, the hottest wing they offer. Is a lemon pepper mm-hmm. wing? It's lemon pepper. Yuck! It's yeah. got so, it's got to have something else in it. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. Maybe it's pepper. Maybe it's cayenne pepper. I don't know what type of pepper it is. Cayenne is pepper it, is not that hot. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just saying that I don't think it is like a peppercorn. I don't know if it's a peppercorn. Pepper porn. Yeah, pepper porn. <laughs> I don't know if it's pepper porn. Um, 
But I really like whether it be a hot wing eating contest involving heat or quantity or I just want to get to a. Yeah, well, that's good. So that that opens up a lot of doors for us. Um, but just kind of run through some of the typical shit that you see in it. Um, can't shit? touch the basket. The typical shit. Is there, is there lots of shit? Are people shitting? Eventually. Oh, yeah. at the end. Yeah, for sure. Can you imagine? Like, that's probably <laughs> the worst part of it. Is it's shitting? Like, like, we're in work. Four we'll get, hours. We'll do the science of it. Are we going to? Oh, okay. When Melinda yeah. shits herself. <laughs> it's going to be an event. I mean, are <laughs> like we getting, are we going to have some, are we going to have some audio going or? <laughs> <laughs> we should probably have some mics ready. Uh, we should have so some mics going so we can. Back ground when we were talking about the rocky episode you had mentioned abstinence um part of rocky's training plan was abstinence and actually during my swim team and going to we, the zoo yeah and uh when i was talking to my significant other about this situation he said oh yeah like that's not gonna be a thing because you'll be busy <laughs> shitting yourself so it's, <laughs> he's like i'm not going anywhere near your smelly ass he's like he's like you already have gi issues as it is this you'll be taking a break so anyways was well, fun yeah anyways. hilarious that's true love yeah but yeah just just to get you a little prepared um no touching before the no touching the basket beforehand <laughs> which makes sense no touching <laughs> The week before either. Um, all bones must be placed in basket. All meat eaten directly off the bone. So you cannot pick it off with your fingers. Oh, okay. Um, is there, I, what I was always curious about, is there like um, a certain amount of cleanliness the bone has yeah, to be? Yeah, I was trying to get into that. It seems like it's pretty subjective. You're going to have a judge come over and look and they're going to be the ones. And he's going to be like that one. Side. Yeah, that's got too much meat on it. I yeah. don't know if you get a chance to go back to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're doing it as yeah. you're going. Like they have um, like a scale and they like they're like, oh, yours weighs heavier than your opponents. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. It was it was hard to find a really extensive mm-hmm. set of rules. Again, just because everyone seems different. Um, so we're just gonna have to find out. Uh, yeah. I mean I I mean, are they like taking themselves seriously? Or like, I'm sure they you know? are. Like, I'm sure that if you are a master at your trade, it, it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure that if you're a master at your trade and somebody's like, Ooh, like, I'm sure that somebody's like, no, like there's $4,000 on the line or whatever amount, $100. Somebody's going to be like, I ate my wings cleaner than your wings, so. Possibly uh, nothing that I saw, but yeah. I'm sure. Um, so I thought this was unusual. One of them stated there's no wiping of the mouth. In the wings contest? Yeah. Huh. So it's kind of strange. It seems yeah. like that wouldn't matter. But well, you know, you get it gets burny. Yeah, it does. So, so maybe part of it, they, yeah. they want you to like feel the burn. Endure. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like if I have a messier face, like I'm a little bit more like. I would be quicker to stop like what I'm doing versus, I don't know. That's 
that's what's going to do you in. Yeah. I want a messy face. Or like even like when we were watching the Rocky episode and I was eating all those wings, I had to like stop and constantly like wipe my hands. And I think that's going to be a, mm, a thing. We're going to have to take note of that. Yeah. We might have to. Uh, you know how to do, do that in the contest. Yeah. In, in that particular contest. I mean, yeah. that would be like yeah. a total waste of time anyway, even if it, even if it's not illegal. It's not as efficient. Yeah. 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 True. Can't yeah. Just wipe your face. That's, that's time you could be. Spending, shoving another be chicken, jamming in birds in your mouth. Eh. Um, can you be drunk? You cannot be drunk. Oh, 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 man, you were, I gonna, was, you were gonna fail. <laughs> well, I mean, you are doomed. I mean, that's okay. Maybe you know, you can't yeah, be that's good though. visibly oh, drunk. Okay, yeah, at least like six to 12 beers in. So, you can so they're not testing anyone. You just can't be like, I don't need wings. I don't need. Yeah, I could hey, do you want some wings? You want to join some wings? Just kind of taking your time like a drunk person over in the corner. Join on <laughs> Drop a wing and pick it up off the ground. Don't, don't step on my wing. Um, so time limits. Uh, again, all over the place. Some as low as one to two minutes. Many of them were eight. 10, Ooh, 12, 15 lot. minute time frames. You're talking about the quantity. So you're saying the quantity amount is also, or is this how many you could eat in 12 minutes? This is the that's, minutes, right? Okay. Yeah. That's how many you can eat in 10, eight, 12, eight, 15 10, 12 or 15. Okay. And some of them are one or two minutes. As little. Oh my God. Okay. So really, when you focus on the total number, that's mm-hmm. not necessarily what yeah. you're going for here. Uh-huh. If you had, you know, Somebody bombs and uh-huh. the next person only eats 20 wings. You only got to eat 21 wings in 15 minutes. Oh, okay. And you're a winner. Cool. All right. That's cool. I could, that's manageable. Yeah. So, so it's, it's not like you got to find a contest with a bunch of fucking losers. Yeah. But how many, like, every, <laughs> you just have to be slightly better than those losers. Yeah. I was going to say every contest has a loser in every contest. So, I mean, how Thank do you, you go Thank you for out explaining and- contests for us. <laughs> I was I very confused okay. about it. Jared, I don't know if you know, but every contest, the, the premise of a contest is somebody loses and somebody wins. Really? Yeah. That's See, I thought it was when you went to a building and then a band played. But now I'm thinking maybe that's, that's concerts. A bop. Yeah. You so, see, there's some, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm con- I was pretty confused. So th- thanks for clearing that up for us. <sighs> Melinda. <laughs> Maybe with those sort of smarts, you'd be better at a judging one of these. Maybe you should consider becoming a scientist. Anyways, <laughs> who's who's judging this shit? Who's judging this shit anyway? Um, the judges. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> that checks out from from what I've heard. From yeah, the whole the whole thing. They'll be there to check and make sure, yeah. you know, warn you of any infractions. Okay. Um, look at them bones after you're done I, cleaning I'm, them off and decide if it's satisfactory, however they do it. I'm reading ahead a little bit here, but please tell me about chipmunking. Um, chipmunking is pretty fun. First of all, it's it's a very cute name. Yes. Because we all know YouTubers go stuff in their cheeks. And yeah. then, um, so basically, chick marketing is the Are act you of, doing it right now? I am not. Oh. No. Do you want me to? No. No, I just thought you might be. How would he, what would he be chipmunking right now? 
I have a beer. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Nuts. <laughs> Acorns. <laughs> Do you have any nuts? <laughs> yeah. I think I might. I don't want to do it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so this is the act of shoving as much food Ooh, into your God. mouth at the buzzer with the intention of using extra bonus time to finish. And this is only allowed in certain competitions, but I think mm-hmm. we definitely got to okay. utilize this. So this is the strong kind of like a an edge. Yeah, you get. Yeah. Now, some of them will regulate it differently. Some okay. of them, they'll outright say you cannot mm-hmm. chipmunk. Others will say, okay, you could do it, but... All food has to be swallowed within 60 seconds of the contest end, okay. um, but you do have that kind of gray area. So what I'm can... gathering is before we enter, before I or the team enters into any contest, we do need to look at the rules and regulations. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we'll, we'll go through some of the different contests. And is there a um, like exactly a universal like rule that every single contest might be like, this is an absolute disqualification? Vomiting, maybe oh, okay. not allowed to vomit. But again, I there was no consistency across. Oh, competitions. okay. So we there's kinda, one competition where I could, like maybe the Scoville one, maybe I could vomit on that one. There might be a, a vomiting one, and if there isn't, I think we should start the first <laughs> eating competition where vomiting is not only allowed, it's encouraged. Yeah, we'll okay. just start a vomiting competition. Eat slash how many? How much can you eat and then vomit up? How then, little can you eat before you vomit? To vomit, yeah. Mm, I don't know. I, I was thinking like you eat, you vomit, you eat, you vomit. See how many times you can do it. But I like that. Who can? Oh, how how many times can you vomit? Yeah, eat, vomit, eat, vomit, eat, vomit. Yeah, till you eat, die. Eat, vomit. Are we eating vomit? I yeah. was thinking okay. eating fresh food, but oh, you can okay. eat the vomit. You can eat vomit <laughs> if that's I mean, your thing. Like food. if that's what you got to do to win. You got nothing in your stomach. Same. Speaking of vomit, uh, we need to take a break because I got to go vomit. Right. For real? No. No. I thought maybe. Okay. We're, I think we're back. Dan, are you okay? Yeah, I threw up on my shoes. <laughs> Didn't even make it to the facilities. That was cool, though. Yeah. It was good. I'm just glad they were my shoes. Yeah. The splash zone was really... Um, Significant Violent Yeah Smells now (laughs) Yeah it smells bad here Is that a tomato or Uh, I had tuna helper (laughs) So it's a blood clot is what you're saying Okay Yeah (laughs) Well that was good timing Because that wrapped us up on uh, rules What are we we at time wise Um, 50 50 Um I, I think this is going to be our first two-parter. Oh. Ooh, two parts. Two parts. Okay. So, two-parter, what, do you, what are your goals for the next episode? What are you going to get into for the next episode? Um, we're going to cover some notable eating competitions as okay. well as some notable eaters. Um, then I kind of want to put a, together a wish list or a uh, plan of attack for you. Like mm. what oh, what competitions are we planning on okay. you actually attending? Okay. Um, and then we'll... Uh, attending or... Competing. Competing. Competitizing. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be attending. Yeah. All right. So we're back. We had to dump out for a second because one of us is a boomer 
and has a ringtone. I have a ringtone on their phone. It's David Bowie. It's we David have that. Bowie. Yeah. J Rock, are you a boomer? I am not. No. You Do don't you? have a, a ringtone. I have a ringtone. It just goes. I have a ringtone. Still kind of boomery. It's whatever. Why don't the you default was? Why don't you put your phone on vibrate? Because I like to hear it Boomer. sometimes. Why? A, it doesn't have a very strong vibrator. And B, sometimes I don't have my phone on me. You should get a strong a vibrator. Bundle. Well, if you're going to have a vibrator, it should be a strong it should one. Be a strong Nobody one. wants a weak vibrator. Yeah. Do you have any recommendations? Yeah. We'll talk I, about that later. Okay. Um, but Dan has been calling me a boomer because I put my ringtone as a cat meowing. And I told him that I I forgot that I'd put my ringtone as a cat meowing. And I thought there was just a cat in my house that had been meowing. And I was very freaked out. And he called me a boomer for it. Is that when you changed it to the, to the yes, Bowie? Yes, I, I did change it to Bowie because... It got even more boomery. Because <laughs> it made me too worried. Not that there's... I, I love David Bowie as much or more than the next guy. But having a song for your ringtone... I think that's pretty okay. Right. Well, so it's, it, it's funny when this comes up because I I had this exact thought a couple of days ago. I was trying to think like who who still does that now. Me. So that was our generation that yeah that did that yeah. But your we, generation mm-hmm. yeah. We're the cell phone. Are we generation. the same generation You're in this room? You ask. Yeah, I think We're, I'm the oh, younger. No, yeah. I mean, I'm. Technically a millennial. I'm like the oldest millennial yeah, yeah. available. Um, but I remember like very like when I could purchase a ringtone, I would it was like two dollars, it was a dollar ninety-nine, and I would purchase it and then I would like set it. I don't know if you remember, or you could record it from the stereo and it'd just sound awful. That's right. You yeah. used to have to buy ringtones. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yep, yep, yep. So I apologize for Interrupting our segue into the next episode. Yay. Yay. Two-parter. Two-part episode. Yeah. No ringtones on the next one. Yeah. None. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you, Jared, for researching all this really good information. Oh, of course. I enjoyed it. I had a yeah. lot of fun with this. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, thank Dansley for coming and reading it. And then uh, I think that's all the people. Uh, There's nobody Dan's else here. Thank you. And uh, what's it? Two man crew. Dance like Jared and I.